Morning Tea Time with Melissa. We have a dynamic crew tonight. We are going to be continuing the conversation that we started on episode seven, I believe, uh, continuing the conversation of race reconciliation, race relations. So this is Race Relations Reloaded. We'll have that panel back of young people. I decided it was very important to get the young person's perspective. These young people are very active in their communities. They are pursuing their degrees and looking for ways to change the world that we live in. So I am so delighted to have them back. Um, And we're going to jump right into this conversation. And of course, we want to encourage you to continue to have those conversations in your communities with the people that you are surrounded with, with your church families, with your families. Um, at work, continue to have these conversations. So the more that we have these conversations, the more in tune with one another we become, the more mindful of one another we become, and the better we can change the world that we live in. So here we go. Tea Time with Melissa, episode 13. Tea Time with Melissa, and guess who I have back on? Yes, you guessed it. Race Relations, this is Reloaded with our dynamic group of young people, community leaders. Um, they are active in their, in their schools and in their communities. And so I am, I just can't tell you how excited I am to have them back on. We have had some difficulties, technical difficulties throughout this journey, but they have all been so wonderful, very polite in um, giving me some of their time so that we can continue this conversation on race relations. So we're gonna jump right in. You guys just jump in, answer, your que- ask, answer any question that you have a comment to, and we're gonna make this a great conversation for our listeners. We good? We're good, and you not. I don't have I don't have any background noise, so you guys are good. You don't have to go back and forth to mute, um, unless you see that we start to have some difficulties. Then go ahead on mute, but you are fine. So let's ask the first question. Since our last conversation, guys, which has been a while, it's been a minute. What do you see as the greatest challenge in your community as far as moving forward in race relations? close, right? I didn't know that like that it 
that we were in a place where it was like an imminent moment, you know, was, was going to happen. That's why I think it's different. It's the urgency behind it. And I think coming from my community, at least from like a, a white evangelical community, um, the biggest barrier has been trying to get people to see that, um, it, you know, to see past the problem and at the root of the problem. You know, we talked a little bit about like the demonic and the satanic, right? And like seeing the, the satanic in unjust systems instead of being caught down in the demonic, you know, which is like the chaos, you know, people want to be mm-hmm. so focused on the chaos that they miss what is the larger problem here, you know? Right, right, right. That's, that's a good point. Um, when, but when the chaos is so cloudy, it, sometimes it's hard to look past that and sit down and stop for a moment to get to the root of the problem. But that absolutely, that is something that we have to do in all of our communities. Anybody else want to share? I think another kind of struggle, I guess, that we're having, not just in my community, I feel like all of us in general, just because there's so many different things going on with the election coming up, with the pandemic, and with all the social injustices going on around the world. Like, there's so much to think about all at once, so it's kind of hard to really focus in on one thing and Mm -hmm. really, like Chandler said, get to that root instead of just focusing on the problems that's like in your face every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good, very good. Alicia, Hayden, y'all have anything you want to share or add yeah. to that? Yeah, so I think um, one word that has kind of been on my heart just through this whole season of life has been endurance. Um, because before um, the tragedy of, of Jacob Blake, now we kind of hit like a not a dry spell, but you know, just a, the the awareness started to kind of sink down, and you notice people stop posting on social media, and you know they're starting to fall away from it. The NBA is kind of turning up, so everything else is kind of turning back down. Um, but in order for you know equality to happen, it's going to be just as important a month from now than it is today, um, and more importantly, a year or two from now, it's going to be just as important as it was yesterday, um, if not more important. So just having the endurance um, is something that I like to try to get across as, as a message to people um, in regards to like what they can struggle with. Because um, some, some stuff is temporary and you know they let it kind of sit on their heart and their head and they just let that season kind of simmer out and then on to the next thing, all right? Um, but there, there's, there's something to be said about endurance um, through all of that. Absolutely. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And, and that is the reason why. And you know what? You never know. Everything happens for a reason, right? We've had, we've tried to do this podcast twice, right? <laughs> Two times. And, um, but in the midst of all that, like Chan said, other things have happened. You know, other deaths have taken place. So we are definitely in a time where we must keep the focus. We have to keep the focus and we have to keep the endurance. I love that. And I'm sure you probably, you guys at the Citadel, you probably hear that a lot, (laughs) endurance. But that is an important trait, characteristic to have. Um, Let me jump back. I I jump right in here without you guys introducing yourself. So we're going to take just a minute for you to do that, and then we're going to continue on. So, hello. Um, I'm Alicia Roberts for the Citadel. I'm a junior for volleyball, and we are in, yeah, that's 
being here, Alicia. It's my pleasure, Mother. Okay, not all at once, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're trying to avoid, to be honest. Well, yeah, I'll go. Um, I am uh, Daniel Roberts, son of Melissa and Stephen Roberts. I'm okay. here uh, <laughs> on behalf of the professional Chicago community as a once in her list. <laughs> but the United States of America. <laughs> what is I'm, so I'm funny? Daniel. <laughs> no, All right. I'm uh, I'm Chan. I'm not a uh, blood-related member of the Roberts family, uh, <laughs> but I do consider them my family. Yes, we're family. I'm a senior at the University of Georgia. Uh, I just took my health center high school. Pretty good about sponsors. Yay! Congratulations. That's awesome. We need we need more lawyers like you out there. So do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Hayden. Yeah, what's up? Um, I'm Hayden Brown. I play basketball here at the Citadel as well. I'm a senior. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's simply me. That's simply you. Well, thank you all for being here again. You guys are, are awesome. Your, your parents have to be very proud of you. I must spread the word, so allow me to spread the word they are um, you guys have toiled with me in this project and but I'm I feel very passionate about using my voice and this platform for good purposes so all right back into our questioning so in your with your perspective from your perspective um, where you are in terms of your the place where you worship because initially our first conversation we talked a lot about um, what place the church should play in race reconciliation and race relations and, and how that needs to look in order for the um, society to, to follow suit. So in your, now that you are back in your um, prospective places, um, what can you say that your places of worship or your schools um, are doing to move the country in the direction one student at a time or one individual at a time? Uh, I'll start. Uh, one thing I would say is just being an example. So, like, just showing what heaven's supposed to look like. Like, what's heaven supposed to look like? It's not supposed to be just white or just black or just like separated men, men women, but all those things combined together. And then on top of that, having the same conversations that we're having right now, just getting different perspectives shining light on different things that people may not see in different cultures and yeah okay So, um, you know, I, I'm really proud of my home church back in Griffin. 
um, that when this first went down, one of the first things that Dr. Ron did as the pastor um, was step up and, and kind of lay it out there and say, this is where we stand. We stand against injustice. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. are people of God. We believe in a God who is justice. Justice isn't something that God has. It's what he is, you know, and, and we're going to stand behind that. We're going to fight it. And I was really proud of that. And I've been really proud to see those conversations kind of develop in our church, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, up here, up here at UGA, it's, a, it's different, man. And, and I haven't been super happy with the way that things have been handled at the University of Georgia lately. Um, but I am proud of my student ministry. I think my student ministry um, is coming into this year with a better perspective and with the acknowledgement that if we are reading our Bible and having small group discussions and we're not mentioning the way that the Bible relates and the way that this passage relates to injustice and inequality and, and the social ills, we're not doing it justice. You know, we're not doing the book. It's due. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, and I agree. If you have if you have the words to speak and stand up for something and you don't, then how are you being a light? How are you helping the world to, um, to change? How are you being the change that you want to see in the world? And so we have to, um, we have to take a stance and, and demand the conversations continue. We have to be, um, we have to feel, give ourselves permission to have these conversations, these difficult conversations in our circles of influence where these conversations have never happened before, right? So we have to be uncomfortable in order to get to where we want to be. So that, that's great. So how do you see race relations being discussed in the media today with all that has been going on and what could be done differently. Um, I think that from what I've seen, what I've seen, like, which I would say is clear from like social media, um, especially when I'm like in my season. But um, from what I've seen, I feel like we're focusing a lot on like the incidents that are occurring, which is 100% good and it's 100% progression. Um, but I kind of feel like it's just one of those. Um, this is trending right now, so let's post about it. Um, I kind of feel like it's just one of those, like, um, I feel like it's something I should say. I don't know how I feel about it. I know what I believe, but I mean, I guess I just post a, a black post, a, a black screen on my Instagram and say Blackout Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, and I don't know if I feel the, um, like the, I guess, genuineness of the post and of the social, like, the social sites. Um, but I do see people, like, but at the same time, I'm not, I don't want to say that to everybody because I, I, I would come across a post or a picture or something and be like, wow, I felt that. Like, that resonated with me. I feel like I see this person in a different way. Like, they're truly standing out and standing up and whatever, speaking through the platform that they choose. But I do truly feel that um, a lot of the times that it's just another trending thing that they're doing and catching what's up, like, jokes up. Like, because now that July is over and since everything's happened more recently, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you guys have seen something I haven't, but I haven't seen much of anything on the on the social sites. So, thank you for that. Y'all want to chime in? What's 
what's going on out there? What's what's being said? Where where is the endurance? What are we what are we lacking um, in terms of the media? I think the uh, it can get tricky. You know, it's a lot of the different sides, a lot of different opinions. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you ask where the endurance comes. I think that comes with action. Um, you know, reasonable and respectful action. Um, because, you know, even faith without works is dead, you know. Um, so we can't, you know, sit on the sidelines and just be reasonable towards certain things and be like, ah, that's just how it is. You know, the, the bottom line, there's a bottom line here and that it is wrong. Like those three words, it is wrong. It is not right. However you want to word it, as simple as it gets, it's not right. Um, so what are you doing to, to actively show that it's not right? Um, I think there's endurance in that because, um, you know, endurance comes with time. And we as a country seem to be running a lot of sprints right now. Daniel, I know you can probably relate to this. Sprints are, you know, you don't necessarily have to have the greatest endurance to run a sprint. You know, so all these sprints are coming out on social media um, with these posts here and there. And, you know, but then the race is over for them. All right, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to my post-workout meal or whatever. My meat's over. Now the meat, they, you still have a, another 500 to run. You know, you have another year of action to put into this. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of action um, that isn't happening. Um, so I think in order for endurance to occur, action must be present. And I made that analogy up on the fly, so I don't know if that really made sense or not. I knew it did. Well, for me, my view with the, the media, I guess, it's a little biased to being a professional athlete because I feel like a lot of things that come from the media towards professional athletes, if you're not like the best, even if you are like the best of the best, a lot of times, it's set up for you to look bad if you just make the smallest mistake. So I feel like just with all these things going on, there's a almost a responsibility for us to kind of voice our opinions on these things. So in my view, I feel like, because a lot of people I follow are also professional athletes, so I've seen a lot of these consistent posts, even now lately, that it hasn't really faded with the group people that I'm around so I guess it's kind of a good thing mm -hmm. but yeah absolutely do you guys as leaders in your community and I see you as each of you as leaders in your community you're not afraid to voice your opinion um, and you're not a afraid to lead by example so I consider you leaders in your community but as leaders in your community, and I'm going to ask this question just to see what I get from you. Um, do you get tired? Do you feel like why, why you have to be the one to make the post or why do you have to be the one to start the conversation that it should be someone else? Do you get tired? I think had my eyes kind of opened to social ills and social injustice. 
Because, you know, as a, being in a leadership role, m- much of sometimes you feel, you can feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders because you have such a deep-rooted, you feel that you have such a deep-rooted responsibility um, to the people that you serve. Uh, for me, it's to the people that I serve. Um, for you, it might be to the people that's within your circle of influence, you know, the people that you care about. Um, this, this society, I mean, our communities, the people that we live next to, our neighbors. Um, so there can be moments where, where you can feel, and I'm, I'm going to give you permission, okay? 
there can be moments where you feel that I, you know, can someone else just take this conversation and get it started and I'll jump in or, but you're right. Like Alicia said, it's our responsibility and we have to be the change. Gandhi was someone who said that. He wasn't the first one who said that, but he did say that often. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Um, in, order to, in order to do that, we, we have a responsibility. We can, we can feel tired, but we can't stop. So we can, we can be tired, but we can't stop. We have to keep going. We have to keep pressing. We have to keep moving. Rashad Graham always told me, um, and it, it really sticks with me, um, to whom much is given, much is required. Um, so if we are all given the ability to lead, um, there's a lot that is required of us. Um, so we might get tired. Uh, we might be overwhelmed. Uh, there might be restless nights. Um, you know, but God has a purpose for us, um, for each of us individually, a unique purpose for us. Um, so it's our kind of responsibility to, to fulfill that or to continue to try to fulfill the purpose that he has for us and try to grow in that um, as leaders. Um, so I, I just love that quote, and it really sits on my heart sometimes. To whom much is given, much is required. Absolutely. That's, that's scripture, buddy. And you know what? It is, I love that. It is our responsibility to, to walk out our purpose. That's what God has put us here for. So... Yes, in, in the feeling tired and, and not wanting to speak up sometime or not wanting to be that one, it, it's, it's our responsibility. So he has given us that. There's a uh, metaphor that one of my mentors uh, uses. Uh, he, he talks about like evil and injustice. And he says, uh, you know, the chief is guerrilla warfare. He just fought before we were here. Absolutely right. I like that. Guerrilla warfare. Guerrilla warfare. So it's our job to fight. And you know, you think about, we talked about legacy in our family, one uh, family devotion, and, and it's a big deal. You know, the life that you're living right now is the legacy that you're going to leave. Um, and so we got to live this life in such a way that our children, our children's children, our children's children's children will... Um, understand the fight. I wanted to ask you guys, since you're you're of the younger generation, I don't none of you were born yeah, yeah. You were born what, the two thousand, nineteen ninety seven, two thousand ninety seven, ninety seven. Well what do you what how do you feel this time that we're in, this era that we're in differs from during the civil rights movement. For me, because I mean, you know, like I'm a very old soul, so I watch so many like videos about mostly about music, but they talk a lot about the things that were happening in like the '60s and like 
seen the thing, like the riots, the violence, like the division, like, and it feels like it's the same. Like, it feels like nothing has changed. I mean, it hasn't felt like that always, but like with the stuff going on right now and seeing that, and then thinking about the videos I saw of like Motown in Detroit, where Motown was, and the the buildings burned down, and the school shootings and stuff, or all that stuff. Like, it seems like nothing has changed, which is sad. But at the same time, I know, I know we're getting better. But from the looks of it, to me, it's like it's all the same. Mm-hmm. And that was the '60s. I mean, I know there's more that happened since then, the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. a lot of the things still were going on clearly, but I think right now what's different is there's not a really, I feel like, I want to say a set leader for the black community, but there's not someone really like, like Martin Luther King, you know, that dude that is there like to look to or look up to, not to lead. Because a lot of people, I feel like we have a bunch of ideas, we have a bunch of things that we could do, but there's no unity, I feel like, when it comes to things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's a little off, but... (laughs) I get it, I get it, I get it. Bottom line is you feel, based on what you've seen and heard from during the civil rights movement, not very much has changed.
So instead, it's systematic. You know what I'm saying? And it's to, to, it takes on like other forms. You know, and, and people, it's in microaggressions or it's in the way people think. You know, and, it, and it's, you know, they let it slip in little, you know, the, the phrases that they use. You know, like that side of town. You know, and when people, you know, you go, oh, now I get it. You know, and it's almost like we can't go straight, straight forward with it. You know, we can't confront it head on because people try and cover it up so much. You know. Yeah. So let me go ahead to our final question, guys. What is something that you can give to our listeners today that will encourage them, that will offer them hope? And the the professional tennis player Alicia was referring to is Althea Gibson. She broke the barriers with in the game of tennis for black athletes there. And so we have to give her props. She did have a difficult life, very difficult life. But what do you? What would you say would be something that we could leave with the listeners that can give them hope, encourage them as we move forward? Um, I think just the the fact that you're listening to this podcast right now with us, like the black, white, men, women, older, younger, all of this is this is what it should be like. This is essentially the kingdom, and that's what we want here on earth. So. Mm-hmm. This and then the fact that you yourself are still here on this earth, that means we still have a purpose, we still have life. So, make some change, man. <laughs> um, I think a big thing to remember, and like, it's funny again because this is something that I've been facing a lot in like other areas of my life is like just realizing that every person on either side of the battle essentially is. Just like internally looking at yourself and saying like, okay, how am I playing a part in systemic racism and how am I not stopping it and how am I allowing it to continue and what am I doing here? Like, how can I fix it? What can I myself do as a black person, as a white person, as a male, as a female, as an adult, as a child? Like, what can I do to change the world around me? And I think once we see like, it's not so-and-so's fault, it's not so-and-so's fault. Um, Different things may start from different groups, but I think right now, we have a chance to do something big and, and so if we realize that the ball is in our court is that we can play with it. Yeah, I um I, I say it, take heart. You know, you the Lord has trusted you to live in uh, a dynamic time, you know, uh, one of the most dynamic times in history. Here you are. And at the end of the day, you know what, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. We're gonna win. You know, we, we will win the battle eventually because in God we exist and move and have our being. You know, I mean, there's no way that this thing ends in injustice. We're we're gonna we're gonna win at some point. So actually, you know, take heart, because the Lord's overcome the world, and, and we might be in the throes of it, but we're gonna be victorious, and you'll be here for the victory. You know.
know, whenever that time may be. Um, you know, so I think just resting on the promise that God has for all of us um, and knowing that the hope is more eternal um, is something that we can really uh, take hope in and, and have peace with. Amen. I agree. Well, you guys are awesome again. Um, thank you so much for your time. This has been a great conversation. Keep those conversations going on your college campuses, wherever you are. Um, keep influencing others. Leaders influence others. So keep doing that. Um, keep Stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. I love you all. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Um, and I wish you all the very best this, this school year and, and, and this time, Rian. I wish you all the very best. I keep referencing the, the college students, Daniel, I'm sorry. But I wish you all the very best. Um, and if you ever need anything, reach out and let me know. But I love you. This is Tea Time with Melissa. Peace.